Welcome to episode seven of Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And we are continuing our Motherhood May theme here. And today we're going to dive into sensuality after motherhood. Dun, mm. dun, dun. <laughs> it's a good topic. What does that even mean? Okay. So, you know... <sighs> Where to even begin? Well, I became a mom and <laughs> now I have no libido or I do have libido and I just have no time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wherever you're at, you know, let's let's start there and let's honor that. I feel like there is a wide range of experiences that women have when they're in motherhood and there's so many different hormonal components that are going on. Mm-hmm. And then there's the time concepts, the multitasking, the duties, all of the roles, all of the hats that we play. And before we even go into that, I love to decipher sensuality and sexuality a little bit. Yeah. Like you hear the word sensuality and you might automatically think of sexuality and there's nothing wrong with that. In one frame of thought, they are one in the same and that's totally cool. Or you could separate them and have them be a little bit more separate where your sensuality is literally being in touch with your senses. And maybe you refer to your sexuality then as only being tied into intimacy and being in the bedroom. And then now I'm going to go on a definition roller coaster here because intimacy (laughs) isn't only associated with sexuality or any of that stuff. Um, But regardless of how you define it, and I do recommend spending time finding your own definitions. I do a lot of work with definition creates reality. So Mm -hmm. when you know where you land on your definitions, when you pull them and extract them out of your mind and are like, that's what I've been thinking sensuality is this whole time. Oh, Mm -hmm. then you might have some big ahas just by looking at your definitions around it. Um, But becoming sensual after stepping into motherhood, I think is probably more for those who feel like they've lost it than those who are Like, yeah, I'm ready, rearing to go. I have so much libido all the time, even though I've got lots of kids or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So this this episode might be a little bit more geared towards those who feel like they lost it stepping into motherhood. Who am I? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting too, because again, this is something a lot of women I see in the clinic you know, you can you can see when there's kind of that loss of themselves and then the sensuality. You, It's just a, like you can see it. Like you can see women who are really embodying themselves, which is something you get into with jade egg practice, and it's so interesting and cool. But, you know, some of it too, I think it's like some communication with the partner. Like I think women are afraid that they're – You know, for me being like, this is Crystal's field more, like you think like maybe your partner's not attracted to you anymore because your body's changed or they saw you give birth and they're like, oh my gosh. But I think what, like if you really talk to your partner, a lot of times what is happening is they're looking at you like, oh my gosh, you're like an amazing goddess mother now. And 
I don't even know what to think because of what you just did and what you just gave me. Like, I just, what do you need? <laughs> you yeah. know, they're just yeah. looking at you almost, you know, you become the mother figure and you're, you're vulnerable. Like you've done these things and they're kind of afraid to maybe hurt you. And so I think it's from my perspective, kind of on the outside, it's just interesting to maybe even just like talk to your partner and see what they're feeling. Um, I just think so many women feel like they're not attractive anymore. Yeah. And guess what? Like, <laughs> like one of my best friends said is like, men don't really care <laughs> once your clothes are off. <laughs> that's hilarious. So if that's something that's bothering you, um, I would say it's probably very, very rare that your partner is no longer attracted to you. And if yeah. that's the case, there was probably more stuff going on before. Yeah. That that's needs to huge. be addressed, right? So I just want women to know that your partner probably finds you incredibly amazing and beautiful as a new mother. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. And especially if you're talking about somebody who is a masculine dominant energy or person, mm -hmm. they are going to want to be in that role of like providing for you and taking care of you and what do you need and all mm -hmm. of those types of things, as well as then wanting to please you and know how to like bring that type of pleasure back into your life. And they'll see that. They'll see that oscillation between like you as a mother and you as like a sexy goddess and <laughs> you just might not yeah. feel that yet and you know you mentioned like the jade egg work yes and all of the other stuff so you know at the end of may there's the fall in love with you course that I'm doing that immersion. And then I'm doing some work right now. I'm in the plotting phases for getting sexy after birthing, which takes that whole sensuality to that next level mm. because that's kind of how it works. You know, you start with like your sensuality and how that feels. And then you can even go further into like, okay, now I'm ready to be really sexually vital and alive and all of those types of things. And just in saying that, that is what it's all about. Yeah. Is being alive. Yes. And feeling your own vitality. And if you've listened to our other motherhood episodes, you know so much of that is tied into being able to rest and heal and listen to your body and take care of yourself and all of those things because that's what really sets the stage for you to be able to tune in and get to that next space because the hormonal components of all of the changes that happen throughout motherhood is like one thing. And then maybe you're beyond that. Maybe you're now, you, all your kids are school aged or mm -hmm. even out of the house and there could still be hormonal fluctuations and things that you're working with. And yet that ties into really honoring your cycle and, and that is such a beautiful thing because our sensuality tunes us in to our cycle, our mm -hmm. cyclical nature yes. so much because you're listening. You're listening to all of your senses. What do I want to smell today? What feels really good on my skin today? And think about that when you're on your moon time or in that phase, even if you're postmenopausal, what do you want to wear? What do you want to be doing versus when you're in more of an ovulation phase? 
it's totally different. Yeah. You know, one day you might want flowy, silky clothes and the next you want sweatpants or yoga pants or something, you know? Oh my gosh. I love that. I love <laughs> the idea of that because I have, I feel that way. Yeah. I felt times where I just am like, I want to wear like all my jewelry. <laughs> I yeah. just want to like adorn everything and wear like clothing like yeah that feels very like sensual and it's that's so cool I never thought of <laughs> tuning into my cycle in that way but it's amazing that's really interesting and it can be with all of your senses but yeah. I just love that like that that sense of touch and the way like our clothes feel I mean you talk about necklaces, there are times when all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm like, I have to get this off of me right now because yeah. all of a sudden it feels heavy yes. on my neck. And that's that's our sensuality. You're tuning into that. And that's where it just expands and grows. You're paying attention to all of those senses and it just keeps evolving. Mm. Ooh. All I right. love that. I love the idea of how, like just starting with like sensuality and just tuning into your senses instead of like I feel like there's so much like kind of I was thinking of this when we were talking about other dating stuff of how it's like it's just, everything's just so like masculine based it's like get to the finish line right like yeah. get oh. that jade egg in there man and then now you're successful and now you've done it and right. I had that experience when I was learning the practice and I was like oh that's interesting when I caught myself doing that same thing with what you're saying like I think you know, even giving that intro, everyone's probably thinking like, okay, how am I going to like, you know, start having sex again with my husband after I've had kids? And that is really not what you're talking about at all. <laughs> and like no. there's this whole other world before that. And I just, you should keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one, I wanted to mention that practice, the Jade Egg practice started out even in a masculine sphere. It was taught in that way. And so that's one of the most beautiful things about the teachers who have changed it because they've turned it into a feminine practice, which makes so much sense because it's for right. vulva bodies, right? right? right. <laughs> so wild. Um, but that, like one of the biggest things I get asked is how do I get my libido back? How do I get turned back on? And so when you're saying that with that goal-oriented idea, it's like, what are the ways to turn back on? And it just starts there, like I'm saying, with your sensuality, paying attention to that. So paying attention to your senses. So again, what feels good? What tastes good? Really paying attention to that. I'm in this book right now, and I'm going to hold my tongue a little bit about it, but it's talking about herbs and using them as our allies in that regard in mm. foods. And so how, you know, if you bring a common one would be like chocolate covered strawberries, right? It's a very sensual food and you get to like let it melt. You get to feel the texture. You get to feel the bitterness or taste the bitterness and the sweetness and the juiciness and all of that. And you really allow that to be an experience. And the thing with the rushing to get sexy with your partner, you don't have to do that you can slow that down and just share these types of experiences with them. You can sit there and hold hands and mm. light candles and do different stuff and really honor that. And of course, you could go farther. You could go into a realm of like, what other sexy things could I do if I don't feel ready for intercourse? Or 
you can just keep it here. And like your partner should, I'm going to should on everybody here, (laughs) completely respect and honor that. And I understand if like there's people who want to go even slower because their bodies are telling them that. And if a partner is getting really impatient, then doing different practices with them. What kind of practice can they do that's going to like fine tune their turn on, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's not about you have to perform and be something at all. It's all about listening to yourself and where you're at and getting creative. I think that's something that people lack is like that ability to get creative. And there are so many cool things that people can do in talking about clothes and stuff. You can, I I used to have this piece of fabric. (laughs) I used to have this piece of fabric that was so incredible. It was super, super soft. And I would take it over my face (laughs) and I would pull it down my face so slowly. And it was just like the best feeling in the world. (laughs) And it seems silly now, but it was just something I loved to do. I was in my 20s when I used to just love doing this to myself, okay? (laughs) And it's, you can do something like that with your partner. Like, what does this fabric feel like? What does it feel like on the inside of your thigh? Can you even feel it? How much Mm. have they been, if you're with a man especially, desensitized? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but that's a place to start, Mm -hmm. okay? So you can invite them into that. If you're needing even more slowness, you can invite them into, I want so much pleasure for myself when we return to being more sexual that I'm curious if you want that too. And can we play in these other ways? Like, let's see, can you feel this tactile stuff? And with that, immediately, immediately what comes up is the, but what if they aren't aroused or any of that kind of stuff, or they're aroused and they're not. We as a society need to let go, and Katie, you were just kind of talking about this, of that masculine approach and that goal orientation with everything mm-hmm. sexual. Mm-hmm. With everything in life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> but... Yes, because it's not about that. And your partner can like fine tune their sensitivity and all the stuff, especially when they feel safe and like they don't have to perform. If they don't have to stay aroused the whole time or get to some sort of goal. So letting them know that in this exploration and this play that it's all just about being curious and exploring and being playful. And it doesn't so have cool. to be that other that other thing. So Yeah, I love that. Because I always feel like curiosity is such a wonderful, I don't know, emotion or mindset. I don't know what perception, <laughs> Percept- way, way of existence. Because I think State? I mentioned before someone was telling me that um, – when you're curious, you get a dopamine hit, like naturally, which I thought was really cool. So I always just think like being curious and looking at everything like you're a beginner kind of is such a cool way to be in life. Just being like (laughs) super curious. Absolutely. Like in saying that, I just have to use the words erotic innocence because that's what, when you can go into Mm. this whole realm 
with that innocence. And what I mean by that is that of, and I'm going to say like a child, which doesn't mean exactly what you're thinking, but it is, it's that newness. It's that innocence. Mm -hmm. Like where, where was that when you were little, where you would look at something and you'd be like, whoa, what is this? Mm -hmm. What does this taste like? Why does this flower look like this? Does it smell? I'm going to smell it, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's (laughs) that erotic innocence and it's curiosity. And that just combination is explosive. (laughs) Yeah. It's like bliss. It is. Mm. So tune into those senses, ladies. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just... I love that approach. And that's what I love about like any of the classes and teachings I've taken from you is you're just, it's so like, it just takes the pressure off of us. Like Mm -hmm. it's such a different way to think about stuff. Take the pressure off yourself. Like love how you touch on like that need to perform. Yeah. Because it is, we're, you know, and not to like, not to like always be like, oh, it's all like the bad masculine because, you know, Crystal and I both really love the, the harmony of masculine and feminine in all of us, but oftentimes it gets imbalanced and oftentimes in our culture, it's like the excessive masculine and, and, you know, and I just like to reflect sometimes on like how that lives in me rather than like the anger at the society for it. But in what ways am I perpetuating that imbalance? In what ways can I come into my feminine and sensuality can I slow down? What if I just go really slow, like cooking dinner or washing the dishes? Like even like imagine what that would feel like and look like. I feel like maybe we've talked about this before, but it's just kind of worth re-mentioning because I feel like it's these little things and things that you've taught me that I'm just like, wow, let me slow down my talk. Let me slow down as I fold the laundry. It becomes like this whole new experience. It's wild. Well, and what are you saying new experience? What are you all picking up in that? You know, you're picking up maybe new things outside of your tunnel vision in any moment. Mm -hmm. You know, you're now seeing like what's out here. You're maybe smelling what your dish soap smells like or what your laundry smells like or anything. And that that slowness and just being present (laughs) allows us to tune into those senses. And that's magic. It is. It's magic. (laughs) (laughs) And and the other piece of magic that comes with that is doing that doesn't suddenly make you get less done. Right. <laughs> Somehow you still accomplish all the stuff you want to accomplish and sometimes even more because you take mm-hmm. that time to tune in. You take that time for yourself. You're centered. Your energy is with you. It's not all spread out all over the place, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing to myself because I've definitely been on both sides even just oh, recently. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Like having a regular consistent practice and doing the stuff that I teach all the time, I still, I still have crazy days. I still, all of those things. And actually... 
with that, this component and this idea of pleasure and more pleasure, which makes me want to mention my Discord server too, I'll do that in a minute, um, is you're welcoming all of your emotions. You're welcoming all of your experiences because the only way we can experience insane amounts of pleasure is if we also experience all of our other emotions. Mm. And it's huge. And people get really scared of that. And it's totally fine and normal and acceptable and all those things to be scared of that. Mm -hmm. And yet the more you acknowledge it, the easier it kind of does get. And the more it doesn't get stored in your body, which then means <laughs> even more pleasure, wellness, vitality, yes. enlivenment, all of it. And it's amazing. Okay, yes. so pleasure. I have a pleasure Discord server. Um, I don't have just like an easy link for you to get to. So I'm just going to direct you to the Aliveness Academy on enhanceutv.com. Enhance the letter UTV.com. Because I have a pleasure Discord server and I post in that um, multiple times of the week, three times, so that you can dive into other ways to experience more pleasure in your life. And sometimes it's doing things like in the very beginning, what's your definition about this? What does that look like? What do you need to invite or change in your life today? They're very simple and easy. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I do is um, if you go to crystalfranco.com and sign up for my email, uh, every Friday, I send out a little pleasure curiosity. <laughs> and do. yeah, mm -hmm. it's amazing because they're short. It's You literally are going to read two or three sentences and it's going to bring you into pleasure and curiosity. So that way you can bring more of that into your life. And it's just a beautiful thing. I, I love it. It gives me so much pleasure, as does my work in general. <laughs> so... <laughs> I love it. So all the mothers in the world who are trying to tap into more of your sensuality, I am totally here for you. You're my jam. And <laughs> I adore you. And I'm glad you're here to listen. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for listening.